Where you want to tell everyone? Hare Krishna Prabhu Ji, Dhanavad Pranam. No, you want to tell everyone the class is starting. Yes, sir.
we are in text 11 should we wait or start I'm just thinking yesterday, where was Vikas Prabhu in the manifesto today? Hare Krishna. Yes, I was thinking of you this uh, afternoon. Thinking yesterday you didn't come and you'll be there for the class today. Then we'll just wait for one more person and then start. Translation, the endeavoring transcendentalists or situated in self-realization can see all this clearly. But those whose minds are not developed and who are not situated in self-realization cannot see what is taking place, though they may try. Rehara. Are you there, Harira? Sorry, Proja, I could not listen. There are many transcendentalists on the path of spiritual self-realization. But one who is not situated in self-realization cannot see how things are changing in the body of the living entity. The word yogi naha is significant in this connection. In the present day, there are so many, there are many so-called yogis. And there are many so-called associations of yogis. But they are actually blind in the matter of self-realization. They are simply addicted to some sort of gymnastic exercise and are satisfied if the body is well-built and healthy. They have no other information. They are called yatanto api akritatmanaha. Even though they are endeavoring in a so-called yoga system, they are not self-realized. Such people cannot understand the process of the transmigration of the soul. Only those who are actually in the yoga system and have realized the self, world and the, the world and the supreme lord in the other words, the bhakti yogis, those engaged in pure devotional service in Krishna consciousness can understand how things are taking place. Hare Krishna Prabhuji.
यदादित्य गदम तेजो जगत भासे थे गिलम यद चंद्रमसी यज्ञो विद्यमकम The splendor of the sun, which dissipates the darkness of this whole world, comes from me, and the splendor of the moon and the splendor of fire are also from me. Rahul Pro. You there, Rahul Pro, or is it Ritika Madhuri? Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Then I am Prabhuji. Rahul is not there. He is coming, Prabhuji, in two minutes. Start. Purport by Shila Prabhupada. Shila Prabhupada ki jai. The unintelligent cannot understand how things are taking place, but one can begin to be established in knowledge by understanding what the Lord explains here. Everyone sees the sun, moon, fire, and electricity. One should simply try to understand that the splendor of the sun, the splendor of the moon, the splendor of the electricity. or fire are coming from the supreme personality of godhead in such a conception of life the beginning of krishna consciousness lies a great deal of advancement for the conditioned soul in this material world the living entities are essentially the part and parcel of the supreme lord and he is giving here with the hint how they can come back to godhead back to home hmm Hare Krishna Prabhuji. From this verse, we can understand that the sun is illuminating the whole solar system. There are different universes and solar systems, and there are different suns, moons, and planets also. But in each universe, there is only one sun, as stated in Bhagavad Gita 10.21. The moon is one of the stars. Nakshatram aham sasi. Sunlight. लिविंग without their help no living entity can live so if one can understand that the light and splendor of the sun moon and fire are emanating from the supreme personality of god at krishna then once krishna consciousness will begin by the moon shine all vegetables are nourished the moon shine is so pleasing that people can easily understand that they are living by the mercy of supreme personality of god at krishna without his mercy there cannot be sun without his mercy there cannot be moon and without his mercy there cannot be fire and without the help of sun moon and fire no one can live there some thoughts to provoke krishna consciousness in the conditioned soul hari krishna these are some thoughts these are some thoughts to provoke krishna consciousness in the conditioned soul gama vishya ch bhutani dharayamya hamojasa the moment read हरी 
गाविशूतानी धारयाम्यामो जसा कृष्णामी चौषधि सर्वा सोमो भूत I enter into each planet, and by my energy, they stay in orbit. I become the moon, and thereby supply. We'll raise this further. The juice of life to all vegetables. Oh God! Best man, Tay. Hi, Krishna Prabhu. Thank you. Purported by Shiva Prabhu Pan, Jai Shiva Prabhu Pan. It is understood that all the planets are floating in the air. Only by the energy of the Lord, the Lord enters into every atom, every planet, and every living being. That is discussed in the Brahma Samhita. It is said there that one plenary portion of the supreme personality of Godhead, Paramatma, enters into the planets, the universe, the living entity, and even into the atom. So, due to his entrance, everything is appropriately manifested. When the spirit soul is there, a living man can float on the water. But when the living spark is out of the body and the body is dead, the body sinks. Of course, when it is decomposed, it floats just like straw and other things. But as soon as the man is dead, he at once sinks in the water. Similarly, all these planets are floating in space, and this is due to the entrance of the supreme energy of the supreme personality of Godhead. His energy is sustaining each planet, just like a handful of dust. If someone holds a handful of dust, there is no possibility of the dust falling. But if one throws it in the air, it will fall down. Similarly, these planets, which are floating in the air, are actually held in the fist of the universal form of the Supreme Lord. By His strength and energy, all moving and non-moving things stay in their place. It is said in the Vedic hymns that because of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The sun is shining, and the planets are steadily moving. Were it not for him, all the planets would scatter like dust in air and perish. Similarly, it is due to the supreme personality of Godhead that the moon nourishes all vegetables. Due to the moon's influence, the vegetables become delicious. Without the moon's shine, the vegetables can neither grow nor taste succulent. Human society is working, living comfortably. And enjoying food due to the supply from the supreme Lord, otherwise man mankind could not survive. The word rasatmakaha is very significant. Everything becomes palatable by the agency of the supreme Lord through the influence of the moon. Hi Krishna, thank you. Hmm. अहम वैश्वानो भूत प्राणीना देहमाश्रित प्रणापान सामुक्त According to Ayurvedic Shastra, we understand that there is a fire in the stomach which digests all food sent there. When the fire is not blazing, there is no hunger, and when the fire is in order, we become hungry. Sometimes, when the fire is not going nicely, treatment is required. In any case, this fire is representative of the supreme personality of Godhead. Vedic mantras, Brihat. 
Aranyaka Upanishad 5.9.1 also confirms that the Supreme Lord or Brahman is situated in the form of fire within the stomach and is digesting all kinds of food stuff. I am Agnir Vaishnavan. Therefore, since he is helping the digestion of all kinds of foodstuff, the living entity is not independent in the eating process. Unless the Supreme Lord helps him in digesting, there is no possibility of eating. He thus proceeds and digests foodstuff, and by his grace, we are enjoying life. In the Vedanta Sutra 1.2.27, this is also confirmed. The Lord is situated within sound and within the body, within the air and even within the stomach as the digestive force. There are four kinds of foodstuff. Some are drunk, some are chewed, some are licked up and some are sucked. And he is the digestive force for all of them. Hare Krishna. Text 15, very famous sloka, and all of you should remember this. It is also the fact that Krishna gives the remembrance. Sarvasyajaham hudisanni vishtomatak nutirjanam abohanam cha veda ischa sarvairaham eva vedyo vedanta kritveda videva chaham. I am seated in everyone's heart, and from me come remembrance, knowledge, and forgetfulness. By all the Vedas, I am to be known. Indeed, I am the compiler of Vedanta. And I am the knower of the Vedas. Mukha, uh, you want to read this? Yes. The Supreme Lord is situated as Paramatma in everyone's heart and it is from him that all activities are initiated. The living entity forgets everything of his past life, but he has to act according to the direction of the Supreme Lord, who is witness to all his work. Therefore, he begins his work according to his past deeds. Required knowledge is supplied to him and remembrance is given to him, and he forgets also about his past life. Thus, the Lord is not only all-pervading, he is also localized in every individual heart. He awards the different fruitive results. He is worshipable not only as the impersonal Brahman, the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the localized Paramatma, but as the form of the incarnation of the Vedas as well. The Vedas give the right direction to people so that they can properly mold their lives and come back to Godhead, back to home. The Vedas offer knowledge of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, and Krishna in his incarnation as Vyasa Deva, as the compiler of the Vedanta Sutra. The commentation on the Vedanta Sutra by Vyasadeva in the Sriman Bhagavatam gives the real understanding of Vedanta Sutra. The Supreme Lord is so full that for the deliverance of the conditioned soul, he is the supplier and digester of foodstuff, the witness of his activity and the giver of knowledge in the form of the Vedas and as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sri Krishna, the teacher of the Bhagavad Gita. He is worshipable by the conditioned soul. Thus, God is all good. God is all merciful. Should yeah. I continue? Uh, one second. Just check. Vivek Prabhu, I thought I saw you briefly. Disappear. 
as already explained the lord in his incarnation as vyasadeva compiled the vedanta sutra here the lord is giving in summary the contents of the vedanta sutra he says that the living entities who are innumerable can be divided into two classes the fallible and the infallible the living entities are eternally separated parts and parcels of the supreme personality of god when they are in contact with the material world they are called jiva bhuta and in sanskrit words given here sharah sarvani bhutani mean that they are fallible those who are in oneness with the supreme personality of godhead however are called infallible oneness does not mean that they have no individuality but that there is no disunity they are all agreeable to the purpose of the creation of course in the spiritual world there is no such thing as creation but since the supreme personality of god as stated in the vedanta sutra is the source of all emanations that conception is explained hari krishna prabhu rahul bro yes bro hari krishna prabhu according to the statement of supreme personality of godhead lord krishna there are two classes of living entities the vedas give evidence of this so there is no doubt about it the living entities who are struggling in this world with the mind and the five senses have their material bodies which are changing as long as living entity is conditioned his body changes due to contact with matter matter is changing so the living entity appears to be changing but in the spiritual world the body is not made of matter therefore there is no change in the material world the living entities undergo six changes birth growth duration reproduction then dwindling and vanishing these are the changes of the material body but in the spiritual world the body does not change there is no old age there is no birth there is no death there exist in oneness shara shara sorry prabhu ji there all exists in oneness there yes there all exists in oneness shara sharvani bhutani any living entity who has come in contact with matter beginning from the first created brahma down to small land is changing its body therefore they all therefore they are all fallible in the spiritual world however there they are always liberated in oneness उपनिषद 2.2.13 and Shvetasvatra Upanishad 6.13. What Upanishad first you read? Katha Upanishad, Prabhuji. Katha, Katha. Okay, Katha Upanishad. It is clearly stated that there, uh, there that above the innumerable living entities, some of whom are conditioned and some of whom are liberated, there is the supreme personality who is Paramatma. The up, the Upanishadic verse. runs as follows nityo nityanam chetanas chetananam 
the purport is that amongst all the living entities both conditioned and liberated there is one supreme living personality the supreme personality of godhead who maintains them and gives them all the facility of enjoyment according to different work that supreme personality of godhead is situated in everyone's heart as parmatma a wise man who can understand him is eligible to attain perfect peace not others शेडिंग यस्माक्षरमदीतोहम अक्षरादविचोत्तमः अतोस्मि लोके वेदे च प्रतितः पुरुषोत्तमः बिकॉज़ आई एम ट्रांसेंडेंटल बियॉन्ड बोथ इफैलिबल एंड इनफैलिबल एंड बिकॉज़ आई एम द ग्रेटेस्ट आई एम सेलिब्रेटेड बोथ इन द वर्ल्ड एंड इन द वेदर्स एज दैट सुप्रीम पर्सन कृष्ण इज कंफर्मिंग हियर दैट ही इज गॉड सच एन इंपॉर्टेंट वर्ड्स इंडिविजुअल्स the difference is that the living entities either in the conditioned state or in the liberated state cannot surpass in quantity the inconceivable potencies of the supreme personality of godhead it is incorrect to think of the supreme lord and the living entities as being on the same level or equal in all respects therefore there is always the question of superiority and inferiority between their personalities the word uttama is a very significant no one can surpass the supreme personality of godhead the god loke signifies in the paurusha agama the scriptures as confirmed in the nirutti dictionary lokyate vedartho anena the purpose of the vedas is explained by the smriti scriptures veshwanti hari krishna the supreme lord in his localized aspect of parmatma is also described in the vedas themselves the following verse appears in the vedas chandogya upanishad 8.12.3 tavad esha samprasado smak charit rat samuthai asmak put the apostrophe before it is read as asmak charirat asmak charirat समुथाय परम ज्योति रूपम संपदा संपदिया इंपर्सनल ब्रह्म ज्योति then in his form he remains in his spiritual identity that supreme is called the supreme personality this means that the supreme personality is exhibiting and diffusing his spiritual effulgence which is the ultimate illumination that supreme personality also has a localized aspect as parmatma by incarnating himself as the son of satyavati and parashara he explains the vedic knowledge as vyasadeva hey krishna योमेवसमूढ़ो जानिपुरुषोत्तम सर्वतिमा भारत हुए नोस्मी एज सुप्रीम पर्सनल 
without doubting is the knower of everything he therefore engages himself in full devotional service to me o son of bharata opat adaranga mathi hare krishna purport by shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki jai there are many philosophical speculations about the constitutional position of the living entities and the supreme absolute truth now in this verse the supreme personality of godhead clearly explains that anyone who knows lord krishna to be the supreme person in is actually the knower of everything the imperfect knower goes on simply speculating about the absolute truth but the perfect knower without wasting his valuable time engages directly in krishna consciousness the devotional service of the supreme lord throughout the whole of bhagavad gita this fact is being stressed at every step and still there are so many stubborn commentators on bhagavad gita who consider the supreme absolute truth and the living entities to be one and the same hari krishna vedic knowledge is called shruti learning the oral reception one should actually receive the vedic message from authorities like krishna and his representatives here krishna distinguishes everything very nicely and one should hear from this source simply to hear like hogs is not sufficient one must be able to understand from the authorities it is not that one should simply speculate academically one should submissively hear from bhagavad gita that these living entities are always subordinate to the supreme personality of god anyone who is able to understand this according to the supreme personality of god sri krishna knows the purpose of the vedas no one else knows the purpose of the vedas akka Yashmiri Yeah The word bhajati is very significant in many in many places the word bhajati is expressed in relationship with the service of the supreme lord if a person is engaged in full krishna consciousness in the devotional service of the lord it is to be understood that he has understood all the vedic knowledge in the vaishnava parampara it is said that if one is engaged in the devotional service of krishna then there is no need for any other spiritual process for understanding the supreme absolute truth he has already come to the point because he is engaged in the devotional service of the lord he has ended all preliminary processes of understanding but if anyone after speculating for hundreds of thousands of lives does not come up to the point that krishna is the supreme personality of godhead and that one has to surrender there all his speculation for so many years and lives is a useless waste of time purport by shila propat shila propat ki jai the lord clearly explains here that this is the substance of all revealed scriptures and one should understand this as it is given by the supreme personality of godhead thus one will become intelligent and perfect in transcendental knowledge in other words by understanding this philosophy of the supreme personality of godhead and engaging in his transcendental service everyone can become freed from all contaminations of the modes of material nature 
devotional service is a process of spiritual understanding wherever devotional service exists the material contamination cannot coexist devotional service to the lord and the lord himself are one and the same because they are spiritual devotional service takes place within the internal energy of the supreme lord the lord is said to be the sun and ignorance is called darkness where the sun is present there is no question of darkness therefore whenever devotional service is present under the proper guidance of a bona fide spiritual master there is no question of ignorance hare krishna please everyone must take to this consciousness of krishna and engage in devotional service to become intelligent and purified unless one comes to this false position of understanding krishna and engages in devotional service however intelligent he may be the estimation of some common man is not perfectly intelligent uh, because for oh no 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 wait 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 idivan radhika mathi is manifested you read the last two paragraphs mother uh, yes prabhuji hari krishna the wait, word one is it हरे कृष्ण द वर्ड अनघ बाय विच अर्जुन इज एक्सप्रेस इज एड्रेस्ड इज सिग्निफिकेंट अनघ ओ सिनलेस वन means that unless one is free from all sinful reactions it is very difficult to understand krishna one has to become free from all contamination all sinful activities then he can understand but devotional service is so pure and potent that once one is engaged in devotional service he automatically comes to the stage of sin sinlessness hari krishna nidivan radhika mathi Uh, yes prabhuji hari krishna while one is performing devotional service in the association of pure devotees in full krishna consciousness there are certain things which require to be vanquished altogether the most important thing one has to surmount is weakness of the heart the first fall down is caused by the desire to lord it over the material nature thus one gives up the transcendental loving service of the supreme lord the second weakness of heart is that one increases the propensity to lord it over material nature he becomes attached to matter and possession of matter the problems of material existence are due to these weaknesses of the heart in this chapter the first five verses describe the process of freeing oneself from these weaknesses of the heart and the rest of the chapter from sixth verse towards the end discusses the purushottam yoga Thus ends the Bhakti Vedan purpose to the fifteenth chapter of the Shrimad Bhagavad Gita in the matter of Purushottam Yoga, the Yoga of the Supreme Person. Thank you, Prabhu. Purushottam Yoga. Purushottam Yoga. Tama is ignorance. Uttama is one who's above ignorance. Purushottam is the person who is above ignorance. Uttama, Maluttam. So. Uh, so we completed the 15th chapter. Uh, we'll try to wind up early today because uh, I have had a long day, and I wanted to ensure that I met you today. Uh, just a few 
announcements and points. So tomorrow and day after, we'll be discussing the review of this chapter. I'll be reviewing the chapter. Sunday will be Bhagavad Prabhaha. Uh, we've done eighth chapter, eighth canto, or it's next is eighth canto. Right? No, we have to start eighth canto. Yeah. So rather than month, we can then post the or because from one of you can post the portions. Um, tomorrow and day after, I'll review 15th chapter. Then Monday, hopefully, uh, Rahul, you're done with the presentation for my sister. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Uh, Prabhuji, um, Reshma Mataji messaged me that she will continue with that presentation. I, I had forwarded her that presentation. Yes, Pavan. I'm working on it. I've reached half. I'll complete it and send it. So you'll share it with... Uh, when will it be possible to share it? Uh, by, uh, tomorrow morning I should. Today I have to go to work in the evening. Okay, so then what we'll do is I think we'll uh, uh, move it to Tuesday because I just want to give sufficient time for uh, Nalini Mataji to prepare also because she is about to get used to our format of presentations. So we have like, if you give it tomorrow morning, then you have, uh, then you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So I think that should be enough. Tuesday, we can have the presentation, Akai, if that's okay, bye. Yeah? I don't know. First, I'll let me see now. <laughs> let me just see what is that. What do you mean, I don't know. You know, definitely know. Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. Yeah. Prabhuji, uh, can I seek blessings of all the devotees for Chaitanya? Because tomorrow he's moving to Gurukul. You can definitely Good morning. You're most welcome to seek. It's up to the devotees to bless though. I can certainly pray for Chaitanya to Lord Chaitanya. We are here Krishna Chaitanya can pray for Chaitanya. So tomorrow he's already shifted there, no? No, Prabhuji. Tomorrow we are traveling to drop. Oh, there he is. He's hanging around on a chair. Moving back and forth. Okay, good. All the best. Thank you, Prabhuji. Hmm? Hmm? Hare Krishna, Prabhuji. He's shocked. Okay, okay don't be a chavacha. No, chavacha, okay. Good. This is very good. I request all the devotees to pray for Chaitanya and also bless him that he may utilize his education in Krishna's service. Please do that, Chaitanya. Do not waste time. Time belongs to Krishna. Time is Krishna's energy. So please be uh, punctual. Please be alert. Please be uh, very, very serious in studies so that your parents are happy with you. All these devotees who are praying for you and blessing for you, they will also be happy if you do your best. Right? Yeah. I'm sure you will. I'm just reminding you. That's all. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Okay, Hare Krishna Prabhu and Mataji. Is there any question or comment somebody wants to make before we get into the review tomorrow? 
basically this chapter 14 that we completed with the modes of material nature it basically describes the modes of material nature and how they bind a living entity to the field of activities kshetra uh, so they they restrict and control the activities of uh, the spirit soul in the field of activities now krishna is using the allegory of ashwatha ashwatha menam suvirudha mula so what a banyan tree that is talking about he is talking about an inverted banyan tree upside down he describes the entire material world with its varieties of fields kshetras and uh, field of activities which are at a higher or lower plane uh, based on higher or lower branches of the tree where they are so various kshetras starting from the lowest down to the demigods so that's what this chapter is about um, so krishna talks about various types of living entities then he talks about the purushottama and how he finally confirmed he is that purushottama so that we must remember that all that we studying here is just meant to be an increasing endeavor to get us closer to krishna's real desire which is surrender unto me what i have to say okay shila prabhat ji hey krishna somebody was saying something i thought that somebody was able to speak okay shila prabhat ji we'll meet tomorrow hari krishna